What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, yeah, doing well. Good morning. Got mm-hmm. the tea in front of me. Got the tea. Yeah, yeah. got to have the tea. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, you mm-hmm. can't do a podcast with uh, with coffee apparently. So you got to have the tea. Well, I mean, you know, I, I just like the, the the little bit. You know, kind of warm your voice up. It's in the morning, so you're not you know sounding. You got the morning morning voice. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I tried to do that. A couple of times, I thought, "Yeah, I'll be fine," and it doesn't really work. Like, it doesn't work. Mm-mm. If you go, like, you caught me on a few of them. If you go back and you listen to some of the earlier ones, then you can tell. I've actually had people tell me, like, some listeners have gotten back to me and said, uh, "Are you okay on yesterday's?" Because you sound a little, um, you sound like you just woke up. And I was like, "Well, I did." So, like, you have to be in the right state to do a podcast, and it's yeah, you can't you can't do those in the in the morning largely. Uh, I mean, we do these, but you know, by the time we record these, we're um, we're already out past that uh, that initial waking up stage. So yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, so let's let's get right into it. So the um, the universe is it the Mich- no Michigan's um, Al- Albion College. I don't know is mm-hmm. threatening to suspend students who leave. A four and a half mile COVID bubble, right? And it's enforced by, guess what? A tracking app on your phone. Now, you remember that's the software that Google and Apple put onto your phones that you can't remove? That thing? Yeah. So get this. The schools are working to create a COVID bubble on campuses and asking students. See, they're asking students, right? They're, they're asking students. But but if you leave, then you'll get suspended or expelled. No, but they're just asking you, right? They're just asking you. Hmm. They're asking doesn't, you to doesn't sound like a little bit of asking to me. But yeah. no, no, it doesn't. They're asking students to stay within the school's four and a half mile perimeter for the entire semester. If a student leaves campus, the app will notify the administration and the student could be temporarily suspended. Students have to fi- hmm. listen to this garbage. Students have to fill out a form five days in advance if they want to leave campus for things like medical appointments. Otherwise, they'd have to stick to a list of approved businesses that they're allowed to visit. Tell me this does like this, this sounds to me like prison. That's what this is. Oh, you want to leave? Oh, you got to submit that in writing and then we have to review it. It's called a furlough if you're in prison. Then, okay, you get uh, you get approved. Well, no, see, you can only shop at these stores. That sounds an awful lot like the company store to me, doesn't it? Mm, sounds a lot like uh, corporate fascism, but yeah, you know. They're also required to submit to specimen collection and lab tests. Now your kid's going to be experimented on on a university campus. Why, why would you go to these colleges? Why? Explain this to me. If you have a kid going to college, why? Why, why is that? Okay. Students who fail to comply with the measures will be locked out of their dorms and other on-campus buildings, and those who repeatedly violate the rules will be suspended. How is this not prisoner training? I'm just curious. How is this not prisoner training? Why don't you just put every student in an orange jumpsuit and give them a uh, and give them a tag, like put put an ankle bracelet on them, you know, like house arrest? Just do that because that's all that's mm-hmm. missing here. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to eventually. Because, I mean, for example, if I was one of those students and 
going to one of those colleges like that, universities. I dare you to try to suspend me. Just try it over this kind of thing, because I will sue your asses so fast. (laughs) This violates constitutional rights. This is not you can't do this uh, legally, but uh, obviously they're going to do it if we allow it. They're just doing it. Any of the stuff that these governments are doing, not just America, right, but other, quote, democracies around the West. You can't do this. You cannot. We have laws in place to protect the citizenry of these countries that prevent governments from doing this. But they don't care. They don't care. Do Do you notice that no one is actually reminding the general public that these people are breaking the law? No one's actually reminding the general public of that. They're just being told, oh, it's for your safety. It's for your own good. Well, who decides what's good for me? I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. It's not a government. I decide what's good for me. I I love those control freaks that come up to you and say, well, that's not good for you. (laughs) You got a lot of nerve. You got a lot of nerve telling me what's good for me. You know what's good for me? People that don't tell me what's good for me. That's what's good for me. No, see, you've got to listen to the experts because you yourself, you're you're incapable yes, of researching I'm, I'm things on your own. Yes. Yeah, you, you you need you need to have an expert tell you what because you know they're an expert in that field and have done the research and they know like because you you you'll miss out on things little you know you you'll have a preconceived idea when you go in and read information about um, uh, various things so you're gonna miss uh, misinterpret information or uh-huh. or formulate opinions that you or, or you know try to find information that supports your your already formulated beliefs but you uh-huh. know. <laughs> And, and later on this afternoon, we're going to talk about uh, the so-called experts, aren't we? And we're going to we're mm. going to talk about mm-hmm. how they're twisting COVID into climate change. We, we ought to just call it COVID climate change, right? <laughs> because that's that's what it is, isn't it? So like th- these are the quote experts. You're going to learn today. T- today's going to be interesting. You're going to learn today how a doctor, excuse me, uh, a, po- a political doctor. Right? <laughs> That's what they are. You're going to learn how a political doctor and a political scientist are political climate experts. You're going to learn that. It's amazing. It's amazing how multi-talented these people are. You know, it's amazing how multi-talented they are with all of the things that they know. And it just so happens they happen to be the most educated in the two areas that we seem to be having the biggest problems with. So they're going to tell you what's right. They're going to tell you what's fair. They're going to tell you how you're going to live your life. I didn't know Thunberg was uh, a doctor. You know, I, I talked the other day about how she was uh, she was on the TV here. Mm-hmm. And it was literally that like the, the agenda was on the TV. It was it was so ridiculous. I mean, they might as well just be up there with crayon and, and little hand drawn figures, because that's that's how childlike all this stuff is, is is they just they placate on the stupidity of the average person. And it's pathetic. They show some climate stuff, right? Some some climate change crap. They show like a uh, a flooded street somewhere. That's all they show. They show like a flooded street somewhere. And which across across the Midwest, right, Bruce, when we get floods, we get flash floods in areas. What happens? Mm-hmm. Roads get washed out, right? Happens all the time. Sure. It's been happening for, for hundreds of years, right? And mm-hmm. what do they show? They show a washed out road. They say that's climate change. That's man-made climate change. Then they cut to like a couple of ice sheets, not like the actual bergs themselves, but they cut to... You know, not like the glaciers or anything, but they, they just cut to like a couple of things that are just sitting off to the side. And then they sh- they cut to like the sunset that I was telling you about, the sunset on the horizon. Uh-huh. So where you get like oh, the no, orange no glow orange of the sunset. sky. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they show a carcass 
like a de- like a decomposing carcass out there in in the desert, right? They probably just went out in the middle of Nevada somewhere and got one. And they show these things, okay? And then, and then they cut to Greta Thunberg, right? Who's she's sitting on a sidewalk, all sad, and she's holding up a sign that says "Fight for Climate Change," right? She's all by herself. And then the next shot is she's walking around with a mask on, and all these. Uh, paparazzi and fans are around her, right? Getting pictures with her and and getting her comment on things. And then she's up on the stage with a mask on, giving a speech because she's all about public health now, right? See, it's amazing. It's incredible how they just find these people that that are that are so intelligent in just the areas that we need them to be intelligent in, right? So they can mm-hmm. educate the mm-hmm. rest of us. They can educate the stupid ones like us on how things are and how things work in the world. And we should be thankful, right? We should be thankful we have these people. I'm uh, I'm just full of thankfulness for these um, wonderful people. I, I hope you can hear the sincerity in my voice. Bruce, you are so full of energy when you say stuff like that. I swear you're going to be the next keynote speaker at the DNC, aren't you? <laughs> you are so full of energy when you talk about that. They're going to have you on that Zoom call later on this afternoon. Yeah. Is that why you have to leave? Is that uh, why you have to go? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't lie now. Don't lie. They're, they're going to yeah, have you on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you yeah, see the that the climate uh, change expert? Yeah, right. Did you see that the? Are you going to be on with Greta Thunberg and Anderson Cooper? You're you going to be on with them? Oh, I, no, they're 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 too they're too high up for me. They're 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 too high up for you. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. Are you going to be on with I, I the Mermaid uh, Queen King? <laughs> what what no? is that about anyway? What, I, what is... I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. And people, you're thinking, okay, what is this guy talking about? A mermaid queen king? I'm not joking. They had a mermaid queen king. That someone that self-identified as a mermaid queen king. Okay, I said that's that's what goes on at the DNC during daylight hours. Like that's not on television. And if you don't believe me, please go and look that up. So anyway, uh, we listened to a speech by that individual, and it was it was quite interesting. But anyway. Um, Speaking of conventions, okay, the RNC is coming up, right? All right, let's talk about that for a minute. So the RNC is coming up, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they going to have the McClotskys there, the, the ones that were the, the St. Louis couple? Aren't they going to be there giving, the, uh, giving a talk? D- did I hear that correctly? Could be. I'm um, I'm not exactly sure who all is going to be there uh, right now. Um, uh, honestly, it's probably already been re-recorded already, and it's, you know, because of everybody's just doing that. I don't know. I don't know. Trump will probably do something live, but uh, let's see. Honestly, I'd rather see Trump in front of a crowd. You know why? Because it's funny as hell. I would love to see it, but uh, unfortunately, the media in their wonderful, wonderful skills as the media, they're... um They'll just they'll just bash him and say there was another spread of COVID-19 like Trump. Yeah, but they do that on purpose. You know why? Because Trump's funny. He's okay. Forget his Uh, politics. Right. Trump's you have to understand Trump is an entertainer at the end of the day. He is. He's funny. Forget the politics of it. Right. Just forget that when you get him off the teleprompter from giving one of those speeches that one of his speechwriters put together, when you get him off of that, he's really funny. He is. He's hilarious. Like the sarcasm. It's like just the way that he does things. You know, when he when he had the rally down there in Tulsa, I watched it. And after he gave the speech and everything, it's like, all right, enough of this. (laughs) He gives the speech and he starts going on and on. And it was just so funny. I was laughing so hard. I had tears rolling down my face because it because it wasn't about politics so much. Right. It wasn't any of that stuff. And that right there, that attitude, that's what resonates with people because Mm -hmm. and and he knows it. He knows it because that right there, that is what people want to see. They want to see that someone is an 
actual person aside from the uh, the politics of it. They want to see somebody that can tell a story to them and make them laugh and uh, and entertain them. That's what they want to see. Yeah. They want to see someone that can that they can relate to on their level. And Trump knows that. He knows that. And being able to do that in front of a crowd, that's precisely what the Dems don't want. Because first of all, they don't have a sense of humor in any of this, right? That's gone. You watch that DNC, it's the most dull, boring, shameful performance of any political opposition that I've ever seen. It's sad. It's sad to sit there and see that. And then on top of that, on top of that, the doubling up of people on the Zoom screens, the the doubling up, they can't even get enough people to, to fill up a Zoom screen. The damn uh, uh, yo-yo twins of, of the Philippines on America's Got Talent had higher ratings than the DNC conference. Yeah. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? So anyway, anything on the McCloskey's? You find something on them? Okay, so uh, speakers are so Monday night's going to be officially when they they formally nominate Trump and uh, Vice President Pence. Uh huh. They said it's unclear who's going to speak there, but it's probably going to be Trump and Pence. They're probably going to be the speakers. Probably Trump. Tuesday night is going to be um, First Lady Melania. Uh, she will speak likely from the White House. They're saying so. It looks like these are all going to be live, by the way. It doesn't look like these are going to be pre-recorded. Wednesday is going to be Pence. Uh, he's going to speak from Baltimore at uh, Fort McHenry. And then Thursday, Trump will deliver his acceptance speech from the White House, which I think is fantastic, by the way. Uh, doing it from, from the White House, that is just going to make uh, the, the left's head explode. And it's going to be comical to watch the media flounder about well you know that you know well if that's the case then you know what they're going to say oh this is a hate speech that's that's all that's all uh, this is it's it's uh, divisive it's it's hate-filled it's racist <laughs> it's misogynistic it's gonna be everything it's fascist yeah exactly exactly so they'll, they'll say oh trump sounds like he's at nuremberg <laughs> that's what it's uh-huh. gonna be it's gonna that's be what, that's what they're gonna do it's, it's gonna they be, will oh, it's they will you watch it's, they yeah. will yeah it's yeah. it's gonna be funny watching their reactions now see biden Biden's speech all that was so full of energy and and it was oh yeah, yeah. straightforward mm. it was a blockbuster speech and and he knew mm. exactly yeah. what needed to be done and he knew what people wanted to hear and mm-hmm. it's pathetic yeah it was pathetic. Yeah, it, 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 it was, was just pathetic. it was it was blistering with all kinds of policy and oh wait there was no policy in it at all. It was, it was just a bunch of light and love and uh, darkness and blah 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 whatever. He, oh. he he was so general. It was a political speech. There was no no content to it, other than it just it was it was a bunch of junk. It was uh, honestly I would have loved to uh, to have heard some policies and stuff like it was generalized terms like. My first day, I'm going to get rid of the pandemic and and like we'll, we'll conquer COVID-19. Well, we're going to oh, mandate oh, oh, masks. Oh. And that's going to be your patriot yeah, mandate like, masks. Your, and what? Yeah. Masks are now it's your patriotic like, that's your, duty. Yeah. We're, we're going to teach you how to be patriotic and responsible. Excuse me. Excuse uh, me. You got a lot of nerve, uh, sir. You got a lot of nerve. It, uh, that 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 feels and smells like uh, fascist. Uh, just saying. But, you know. You know, so one, no, thing, it, it one thing I wanted to ask. It, what, yeah, what, one thing I wanted to ask you. We mm-hmm. watched it, and we've gone over a lot of the the clips of of, um, or excuse me, we've watched a lot of what's gone on to DNC. Mm-hmm. Now, and we we've talked about you know some of their policies and and some of the speeches that they've given. Okay, fine. But here's here's the question that I have for you. Out of every person that talked at the DNC, right? The Hillary Clintons, the Michelle Obamas, the Barack Obamas, the Joe Bidens, right? the, the mainline speakers, okay? 
Forget the ones that were behind, like Elizabeth Warren giving the talk at the Native American side of the speech. That was how insulting that was, is that? That was fantastic. How, that, yeah, that, how that insulting was, yeah. is that? But she she gives that talk. Okay, but okay. Side issue: mm-hmm. the keynote speakers, right? The ones that were up there on stage, even like like the comedians and all that stuff. Where was one condemnation about BLM or Antifa for the riots and the violence and the looting? Uh, non-existent. Non-existent. Not once. Yeah. Did they even mention it, Uh. let alone uh, decrying it? Not once. What does that tell you? What on earth does that tell you? Just that on its face. Of course they're for it. Of course they're for it. Okay, so... Uh, all right, let's jump off of that. Yeah, that's a nice, uh, nice chit chat. Let's jump off that. Okay, so we've got an incident coming up, don't we? We've got an incident coming up. We've got incoming. We've got an asteroid on its way. We, we, we do. We we have an asteroid on the way. There's going to be an asteroid that is potentially going to impact Earth. Right? What right, are the chances? So, uh, the chances are about on par with you dying of COVID nineteen. All right. Okay. So this all is right. it, so it pretty is high. Absolutely pretty I, high. It, pretty pretty high. high. Everybody. Uh, basically, we're all going to die. This this asteroid is going to hit. Okay. Right? It, all right. It, gotcha. It's going to kill us with, all. I'm with you. I'm um, okay. Yeah. So no, November second is when this is uh, supposed November to hit. November second. Now this asteroid is likely to come anywhere from four thousand seven hundred miles to two hundred and sixty thousand miles from Earth, somewhere in that range. They're not exactly sure, but it's possible a one in two hundred and forty chance, which is a 0.41% chance that the asteroid will impact the Earth's atmosphere. Now, here's the big thing, right? This this asteroid is so massive, right? Uh, at a whopping seven feet in diameter, it will cause a small dust cloud when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. That is how how terrifying this thing is. So, okay, the, the one that just passed us by like 1,800 miles the other day. Yeah, that one. That one. That, that one was the size bigger. of a pickup. Yeah, that was the size of a pickup yeah. truck. And we didn't even notice that until after it went by us. Right. So yeah, you're it, saying it went by us and we were kind of like, oh, that was that oh, was close. That was uh, close. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of missed that one. Uh, by the way, there was an asteroid that just came through here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just OK, so. OK, so this one you're saying you're saying that there's a chance that this is I mean, this is uh, you're talking seven feet here. This is a global killer potential. I mean, global global killer. I mean, you you uh-huh. might see a little a little poof as it enters the atmosphere. You know, uh-huh. no. Realistically, um, the asteroid so, is going. If if it were to um, impact the Earth's atmosphere, it would look like a larger meteor, and it would uh, split up into small pieces before it even reaches the surface of the Earth. In other words. You, you might see you'd be lucky to get a clump uh, of this, uh, you know, uh, uh, to, I don't know, sell or whatever, whatever you do with with uh, a bit that you you, you capture. Uh, honestly, I, you know, I've, I've seen wanted, some some of what they I've do. With wanted, those, by the I've way. always wanted a rock like a meteor. Rock. Uh, seriously, yeah. I've always wanted one of those just as a collector's piece, you know, just like something that's yeah. like the size of like a baseball or something. I just want one. Don't, I don't know why. Uh, but I, I want I mean, something that's a conversation. It's a conversation piece. That's all it is. It is. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen some of the stuff they do with meteor uh, meteor rock? I've so, heard like I've heard they I've heard one of the most popular things they do with it is that this is and tell me if I'm wrong. I've heard they make dice out of them. Um, I mean, possible. Uh, the, the the thing they, they do is some kind of like polishing or, or something to it. It depends on the material that it's made of when it when it passes through the Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, it does some really interesting designs on on the uh, the rock itself, depending on what it's made of. And it may, I mean, 
it looks really cool uh depending you know depending on the material uh and exactly as you said it's uh it's a conversation starter and you probably could make some dice out of it though essentially it would just be iron dice more than likely if, if an I asteroid wouldn't. or a meteor survives it's usually iron or or magnetite or something you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't make anything out of it honestly i would just keep it i mean i would put it up here on my on my wall you know on the on the shelf or something and just have it saying mm-hmm. hey, you know what that is you know i mean how cool is that you just you just say yeah. hey you see that rock right there something yeah. from space didn't come from here on your wall <laughs> you know yeah it's like that's, i've that's always wanted terrestrial yeah i've always wanted something like that so i mean you know maybe one of these days i don't know but i understand there's people that actually go out like these people with these metal detectors they go out and they actually find that stuff like there, there's a specific yeah, they look for it. There, there's a specific makeup that as you just put it whether it's um uh iron or if it's uh magnetite and they they go out and they look and of course i'm sure there's others but they go out and they look for those things and they'll find them out in area like remote areas of like arizona or uh, nevada or places like that when they go out hiking and uh they i mean just tiny little things but they'll mm-hmm. be able to distinguish what is actually uh uh, made up of, say, like a, a meteorite or something like that, as opposed to just a regular old rock that we would just dismiss. So it's fascinating. And on top of that, uh, the uh, the the asteroid thing, you know, getting impacted with an asteroid. Um, it's actually been um, a few million years since we've uh, been hit by an asteroid. Um, okay, the last let's... asteroid to hit was like seven hundred million years ago or so. Okay, so the. Okay, so let's look at the one that was down it real quick. We can pull that. It's it's famous. The crater that's in Arizona, I think it is. Uh-huh. That one was the size of a school bus, if I understand it correctly. That one that hit down there. And that's what caused that crater. And it's like miles across, isn't it? See, the, the national... Me- okay, so it's, it's literally meteor crater, right? The diameter so. is 3,891 feet. Okay. Uh, the impactor diameter okay so the the size of the meteor itself which in this case it would well i don't know where the cutoff is between meteor and asteroid but it was 160 feet was the diameter and how long ago was it uh they're they're estimating about fifty thousand years ago Fifty thousand. so this was this would they, they would consider this a meteorite yeah it looks like it's uh, a depth of uh 560 feet so yeah it's a that's that's um, based on the size and everything that you were to hit a populated area with that. This was this was also an iron meteor. So, that you know, it's mm-hmm. a denser, stronger uh, meteor. Mm-hmm. If that was to hit a populated area, that's essentially cratering a almost one mile diameter area. And not to mention the shockwave that would come off of that. Uh, you know, the damage, uh, you, you would probably be seeing something like what we've seen recently, the the ammonia uh, nitrate explosion we've seen in Beirut. It would probably be something similar to that in, in, in um, the amount of damage and everything. I uh, it, It's a tourist attraction out there, but uh, I, I just find it fascinating that uh, that one that size can do that kind of damage. Right. So, I mean, like you said, if you put that in a uh, in a populated area, that's going to do some serious damage. That's going to wipe out. Uh, well, that yeah, that, that would that would end a city, right? That'd be a city killer, almost, almost. No, I it might actually be a city killer, and the reason, uh, like I said, the reason I say that is this is just the crater alone. We don't know how big the shockwave is because oh, you know this isn't like a forested yeah. area. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, so we don't know what the shockwave would be from that. Uh, uh, so 
it could end up leveling buildings uh, around that. Because here's the thing. You're talking about a um, meteor 160 feet across, okay, moving at at least uh, 20,000 miles an hour, smashing into that uh, spot, which is why the crater is so massive. This isn't, you know, it's like not like we hit it with a nuke or something, you know, like it. it this is this is just kinetic energy alone that, that causes this crater. Uh, that, that's who we kind of talked about it with the, the rail guns and everything, right? This is this is the, the basic concept that we're talking about. You can. <laughs> so, it, yeah, the, the, the damage that this would cause is uh, pretty great. Indeed. Okay. All right. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time, so we are going to have to jump this morning. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Really appreciate it. Fascinating conversation, as always. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.